Good morning, Grinders. Welcome to the DFS pregame show here on Grotto Grinders. I'm Jordan Cooper, a.k.a. Blender Ed, Blender HD. If you want to follow me on Twitter, and it's Tuesday, and I'm still recovering from COVID, so this show will last only as long as my voice will last. So uh, so you didn't get the big, you got a semi-big good morning. Good, good morning. It's good enough. It's good enough. I see you guys in the YouTube chat, so you're gonna have to pick. You're gonna have to uh, compensate a little bit, a little bit today, maybe a little bit more busy in the YouTube chat. I see Yasuki Singh, Doug Montgomery, Trey, Matt Mears, right? Because I'm, I'm. Uh, it's just me today, right? Yesterday, you know, on Mondays, James is here, so he gets to talk a bit. Me, uh, let's 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 see how how long this goes before uh <coughs> before my uh my my voice gets out. It, it may be five minutes. It may only be five minutes, but you, you never know. Uh, but yesterday, yesterday, good day yesterday, good good night yesterday, uh, it, uh, good and bad. Well, bad if you think in the terms of, you know, like, what did you miss out on? Uh, but uh, yesterday I did did well on FanDuel. I lost money on DraftKings. Uh, Draft, DraftKings, the, 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 the key to the slate yesterday was uh, was the Raptors news. Fred Van Vliet unlikely to play and is up not playing. Malachi Flynn starting. And the other key came after lock with the Kings starting lineup. Uh, Harkless uh, did not start and Trey Lytles did. And Rashawn Holmes was out, which means they were going to be light in their front court. So Trey Lyles at uh, minimum price became a not not a smash value play. I mean, he, he did smash. But uh, but a, a very very good value play, and he also benefited from the back, uh, fact Sabonis got into got into foul trouble uh, early in the in the first half. Uh, but uh, but a lot I would expect a lot of sharper players uh, that swapped onto a bunch of Lyles if if the space permitted to it. So I mean to me those were the those were the really two keys to the slate. Everyone else, you know, what was going to happen with the with the, the Raptors front court? We saw Ken. Ken Burt start instead of like Boucher or Achua. Uh, so like it, it kind of knocked some of those guys uh, uh, down projection wise. So you had, you had to adjust to that. So like uh, uh, the, the problem was, is that with the Trey Lyles news, I was uh, messing around too much with my lineups. And uh, by the time I finished uh, inserting uh, Trey Lyles into about 30 something percent of my lineups, uh, eight o'clock locked. And I, I just, I, 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 I wasn't paying attention to the time. I wasn't paying attention to the time. I was fooling around with the, the late swap stuff because I, I was only swapping a certain percentage of my lineups. Some of the, some of the lineups, I, I like a lot of like the, the lot lineups towards the lower end of the spectrum. I was swapping in a bunch of Lyles and then I had to do uh, with, with Lyles only being 3K, like some of those lineups like left more than a thousand on the table. So I had to, I had to make sure that all my rules were being kept in the in the late swap tool, so I had to separate lineups. Uh, by the time I did all of that, uh, it was it was I think it was just at eight o'clock. By the time I was ready to upload, I went to upload and I uploaded and said it can't do it. I go, what are you talking about? And I saw I look at my clock and it says eight oh one. Says eight oh one. So I missed I missed putting Trey Lyles into a whole bunch of lineups. I don't think it would have mattered all that much. Anyway, I mean I wouldn't have won first in anything. I had a good lineup that it would have had Lyles and Sabonis, and it ended up with Portis and Trey Mann. 
but it, it wouldn't have gotten there because Sabonis, Snowflake, right? He wouldn't have gotten there. So, uh, so we have a but but I mean, it was a very chalky slate yesterday. Uh, you know, chalk pretty much got there. Uh, I mean, some of the like obviously the Raptors game blew out. That was unfortunate for guys like Siakam. Uh, Trent, I mean, still, I mean, 29 points is still fine. But uh, Scotty Barnes was the, was the, if you didn't have Scotty Barnes, uh, you did not win. Scotty doesn't know, but he he does know. And uh, we have Daniel Hutchings in the chat. He, he was, <coughs> he was up there for a while. He was in first place for a while until, uh, until he wasn't. All right, well, where'd you end up? Where'd you, where did Nerdy Tenor end up? I saw him up here towards the, well, he, where the hell did you go? What did you end up finishing in this? Oh, 37th? You went from all the way to first to 37th? How did that happen? Let's see. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he had D-Lo, right. So, right, Lamb, right, Lamb let you down, right. And also the Milwaukee game blowing out, right? So you didn't get enough out of Drew Holiday. I mean, Giannis got 67, but he could have played an extra five minutes. Got Kevin Love, Malachi Flynn, Scotty Barnes. Yeah, D'Angelo Russell. That uh, no, that game didn't blow out, but uh, thirty-eight point five. Well, compared to the top lineup, we have, you know, just Trey Lyles, John Morant with sixty-three. <coughs> <coughs> Obviously, Brandon Goodwin crushed. Lonnie Walker. He could have played pretty much anyone at forty-five hundred. Wouldn't have mattered that much. Right. This is a type of lineup I was looking at. Like I had a lineup that looked like this without pressures of Chua. Like Goodwin, Edwards, Trent, Barnes, SGA, Lyles, Morant. Like I'm looking at some of these lines. Yeah, I didn't have a Chua. But I like Thad Young. Like this is a lineup minus Terry Rozier. Very similar, similar types of lineups. I mean, you could tell. I, I mean, I could always tell by looking at, you know, a lot of 150 maxers. And I tend to have lineups that look like lineups that sharper players that tend to play 150 centuries play. Right, I just I just play less. I don't play 150. Looking across the board on on the, let's see where I have Santina. Right, a hubro played zero. Brandon Goodwin. Well, that didn't work out for me. Right, most most were over. Right, I shared my money at 11 percent. Nerdy ten or 29, but most were over. Gabe Vincent, most were most over. Field was 43. Right, what? There were no like lock button type of smack. Like you got to play this in 99% of your lineups. There weren't any like that. Gary Trent. You had a bunch of Gary Trent. Pascal Siakam. I see a bunch of, a bunch of green, right? Petty theft, right? 84%. Right. Giannis. You could have made builds with Giannis without Giannis. Malachi Flynn. Whistles had zero. RBX had eight. Yeah, I would think the contrarian players would have much less of him. Still 21% owned and mo- most, you know, I mean, I see the Colts 58, Nerdy Tenor 49, Ox and Duck 66. Like Trey Man, Trey Man was over owned. Trey Man was heavily over owned. I only had very little. You could see the right, right across the board. Right, 19, it was 19% owned. Wow. With SGA back. Okay. SGA in and of himself. Uh, mixed. Mixed here. Jalen Smith got ejected. Some people had a lot. Some people had none. 
just going through. So like, do we go to where, where's Trey Lyles? Where's Trey Lyles? There's a who late swapped. So like cheese, 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 nerdy tenor. No, no, no late swaps. Whistles, zero. <coughs> it's unlikely he had Trey Lyles before, before he was in the starting lineup. So I'm assuming anyone that has any exposure to him swapped out, like the Colts, 92%. RBX, 86%. Oxenduck, 46%. Right. He went for what? 11X? Just going through it. Oh, Daniel didn't even realize that he had to start. <coughs> didn't even realize it. Right, I saw, I saw him up there. Paying attention, like five minutes to go in the, in the entire slate. Five, what, the second of the fourth quarter? Right, you were in first place. 100K. You come in uh, what, what's 37th for what? What was your, what was your total? Let's see. Nerdy. We actually lost money on the slate. <laughs> All right, minus 1485. Them's the breaks. Them's the breaks. Vandal, I did Vandal my cash line. Like I I if I uh I I got I scored a 418 with my cash lineup on Vandal. And uh Put in 695 worth of entries, got 4,200 back. Be- only because I do put my cash lineup in low stakes, uh, small GPPs. Typically, I play look. Like if you see here, this is my history. So I just play a lot of you know head-to-heads, double ups. I try to play as much as I can under the two, the one and two dollars. I also play the ten dollar, five dollar double ups. 50-50s, the 100-man 50-50s. <coughs> I just try to play as low as stakes as possible since I'm, I'm still eligible to play low stakes on FanDuel. So it's mostly like here, like just 50-50s, all this type of stuff, just a ton of stuff. But I also, you know, I still play the quintuple ups, right? $10 quintuple up, triple up. Let me scroll all the way down. I do put it in smaller field, like take a look, like the dribbler. The one dollar single entry, the three, the three max, one dollar, two dollar, the five dollar assist, and the ten dollar dime. Right, and low stake stuff because even even building a cash lineup, the lot the weak the 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 field stre- the strengths of these fields are are weak enough that they're worth playing. I don't expect to win though, and I apparently I. And if I would have played the 450, the whatever, the monster, I would have came in first by 13 points. But I don't play that. I just jam, I just jam it in. Maybe I should have played more of these or whatever. Just it, just it ends up happening, right? I take a look. And the dime. I didn't even think my lineup was that great for, for a ceiling. I didn't even think my lineup was that great for a ceiling. Right, I played. I played Vincent Goodwin, SGA, Flynn, Trent Butler, Giannis Barnes, and Love. But this was my cash lineup. This is my I want to win 50-50s lineup. It was one of the top. It was here on RG. It was one of the top twenty optimals. This, 
All I wanted to do is just uh, make sure to get all the get as many of the Toronto points as possible. I didn't have Siakam or whatever, but I'm just like, if like Flynn was not going to be all that popular on FanDuel. But Flynn was 3K on DraftKings. He's 4K on uh, 4K on FanDuel. But I wanted to play Vincent. I wanted to play Goodwin. I wanted to play, I made sure to play Butler. Butler is going to be popular, right? And I knew Giannis was going to be popular, right? So look at, look at the, Look at the ownership of these these guys, right? I'm trying to play cash games, right? I just want to play the high. I want to play the highest owned people, essentially. So it's like, okay, once I plug in Vincent Goodwin, Butler, and Giannis, what do I get? And this is what I got. It literally, literally 30, 30 sessions. And then I ran, then I ran just uh, like 50 lineups, and it was in like the top 20. Right. Some of the lineups didn't have Butler. Some of the lineups didn't have Barnes and had like Bamba and Love together. And I didn't want to do that. If I was going to play pay cheap for a center, it was going to just be one of them, not both of them. I, truthfully, I, I, I preferred De- Deontay Murray to Shai Gilgis Alexander, but they, you know, I was left to, didn't have. You need an extra hundred for that. So essentially, that's what I did. I just plugged in Vincent Goodwin. This is a- obviously after. Uh, projections updated for for Flynn being in the starting lineup, and I just lie. I just said Vincent Goodwin, Giannis Butler, lock. And this is the lineup that came out, and I thought that was good for cash games, especially. I don't mind Barnes. I don't mind Trent. I don't mind Flynn. Just give me give me as many of the Toronto. But I don't have to worry about the backcourt. I essentially have the the three backcourt players for the the Raptors. However, it goes out, it just goes. Right, whatever. Then I have Butler and Vincent. So I got that taken care of. I got Love and Goodwin. Got that. It's like just got a nice floor. But it turns out that uh, I got a ceiling. So 418. Would one, one, would have won everything. Not everything. The large field GPP, the winning score was 423. <coughs> so it's not like I would have won the large. But still, to have your cash lineup would be... I, I thought... I, I thought this was a good floor lineup, not not the best ceiling line. I didn't think Mal- uh, Malachi Flynn would get 36 Fanduel points. He was there. I was like, can can, Mal- can Malachi Flynn get 18? Can Kevin Love get 28? Right, that's what I'm looking at. Scotty Barnes, I don't. I'm, I'm not looking for 66 points. Right? Can you give me 32? Right. So I, I, I did well. I did well. Yeah, some people had the same line. There were, there were a couple of contests, but I did like two other people had the same as that, same lineup. So I don't think it's a hard lineup to get, because truthfully, I don't think it's a hard lineup to get to. Right? I mean, look, I just plugged in three guys and plugged in four guys and pressed a button. I mean, these were all like, these, these were all top projected players on the slate <coughs> so i don't think it was that hard yeah there, there was there was one contest that tried twice with two other people right i mean i won all my head down. i mean i, I won everything <laughs> but i know i saw fj born he, he won the 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 monster with uh with a 405 
I think she'd like, I, I, I made a sarcastic tweet last night and he liked it. Because if I would have entered, he, he would have, he would have came in second. But I, I just, I don't play it. I don't play it. And nor, nor was this lineup geared towards any, like the dude, if I was, if I was actively playing GPPs, like, like I'm going to play a large, uh, the small, uh, the, you know, high stakes GPP lineup probably would not have Malachi Flynn in it. Right. It was supposed to be a floor lineup, and just I got lucky. Right, so here's what the assists. Did I split the assist? Oh yeah, the dribbler with 83-33. It was me and two other people at the same lineup. All right, defrost and any game for you. Consume that. Yeah, like five percent on Malik. Right. I mean, if you take a look at this contest, even lower ownership. I get lucky with Flynn. Flynn is not the type of player that should be putting up 36 Fanduel points, right? It was a blowout. I mean, they, they, they ran towards the end of the game. Siakam just pretty much sat. Whatever. It happens. But some people would be like, oh, I can't believe you didn't play it in the higher stakes. It's like, I, I just, I don't play. I don't play those contests. I play one lineup in Fanduel to take advantage of the lowest stakes possible and just, just, my 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 win rate in low stakes cash on FanDuel in NBA is seventy three percent. So if I have five to seven hundred dollars worth of volume a day, right at a seventy three percent win rate, I have like a thirteen to fifteen percent ROI. It's like it's like a, 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 an expected an expected value of like sixty bucks, seventy bucks. So why not take right sixty or seventy bucks a day in NBA? I have no problem with it, but I do throw it into the small. I, I do throw it into the, some of the some of the dollar GPPs and stuff like that, because the min cash equity is actually higher in those contests with my type of lineup because the field strength is much lower. But I'm not doing it because I potentially win first place. But yeah, there is upside, I guess. Ah. <sighs> Charles Battlementi says landed on James Johnson instead of Love on FanDuel. That was the difference between a min cash and a top five finish. Yeah, well, James Johnson got into foul trouble. <coughs> also, it depends. Like, James Johnson was only small forward power forward eligible. So, if you were going to play, you would, what center were you playing? You're probably, what, Bamba? Center, Jared Allen? I mean, center center was was not, not a strong position yesterday. I didn't like, I didn't, I didn't want to play Bamba. I didn't want to play Love or Bamba. I definitely didn't want to play them together. I mean, that would have been, still been fine. But that was, that was the key. I was built, I was purely building this lineup to win 50 50s. That's it. Just give me enough points to get over the line. I won 50 50s by like 70 points. I'll take the money. Take the thirty five hundred bucks profit. I'll take it. Put in the put in an old old bankroll. What do we got in the chat? It'll be a short show. Remember, my my I'm surprised my voice is still holding up right now. We got a one, two, three, four, five, six game slate today. Six game slate. Only one late game. Okay, that's not bad. 
<clears throat> be mostly done by eight o'clock. Is Daniel Gaffrey going to be chalk? Is that is that is that is that the key? Is that what happened in today? Twenty four minutes for thirty six hundred bucks. I don't know. No idea. That's why it's hard to it's hard to go over. Earlier in the day, right? We got question marks here. LeBron, Van Vliet, Porter. Everyone else doesn't matter, I don't think. Plus, you never know what's going to happen, right? It doesn't matter if they're on the injury report or not. That's what it looks like right now. Luca, Gafford, what's going on with FanDuel? Reggie Jackson at 7,000. Are we playing him on FanDuel? I guess. We still got Scotty Barnes. Daniel Gafford, right? Take a look at that FanDuel optimal. Like Gafford, Tatum, Siakam, Barnes, Wiggins, Luca, KCP. Seems like it's less straightforward on, on FanDuel as it compared to, uh, to DraftKings. We'll see. We will see. What do you got in the YouTube chat? It's be a very short show. Very short show if it's not for the YouTube chat people. Give me those thumbs ups. I think my voice can only last a half an hour. You heard me yesterday. My voice, oh, I started, started, and then it's, it's, it's kind of trail off. Daniel Hutchings says I should max enter chicken soup. I still got, I got some chicken soup. Like, I don't feel sick. Like, I don't, like, it doesn't feel, like, I don't, I don't feel like I'm sick. These are all, like, lingering effects. Every once in a while, I'll cough. So it's not like I'm coughing all the time. I don't have a headache. I don't have, like, I don't have aches and pains. I feel perfectly fine. Mentally fine. Everything fine. Just keep on talking, and next thing you know, my throat just goes, I don't, that jerks. You can't talk anymore. Sorry. <sighs> oh, yeah, Matt. Well, I got, we, got, uh, we got a coaching session tonight. If you're a Roto Grinders premium member, which you should be, I don't know why, you should, why, why you're not, right? It's cheap enough. You get all the projections, you get all the tools, you get all the everything. You get all the everything. Dude, you could have made the same lineup as me on FanDuel in 30 seconds. You could have. Just use the projections, right? That's all you really needed to do. Then choose between one of like 20 lineups and go, yep, that, that's the lineup I want. And there you go. It's not hard. So sign up for Roto Grinders Premium. Uh, I got my own Discord channel in our Discord. You use Discord, it's like a chat, like a chat platform. <coughs> you join my channel if you're a premium member. And uh, like uh, about once a week, around once a week, around weekly, I do a private group coaching on Zoom. So it's just just me and a lot of times we get somewhere between 20 and 30 people. So if a lot of people ask for private coaching. I want to I want to show you some stuff. I want to, you know, people show show me their roto tracker, their Excel stuff. They ask questions specifically about their play and everything like that. Of course, it's like it's much like a, like an AA meeting type of thing, right? There's still 20 other people there. But, you know, I do that for about an hour or two, about once a week. 
and it's only for only for premium premium roto grinders people that are part of the the blenders game theory channel in the discord and we have we're having another group coaching call tonight at 8 30 eastern you know why 8 30 eastern because it's after lot it's after all these games right 8 30 you know, I don't have to worry about late swap as much, right? But Dallas, the Dallas, the the Mavericks Lakers game. What's the worst thing that happens? I'm on a Zoom call and I gotta make some one 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 v one types of swaps, maybe at worst. That's why I'll be shortly after lock, but that's only for Roto Grinders Premium members. So sign up for Roto Grinders. Join the Discord, RotoGrinders.com/slash/discord direct yourself there i always post a link and a, a form in there for you to fill out just so i know who, who wants to talk or whatever see you can even subscribe to my alerts so i always send out you know oh the next call is going to be this time and you know five five minutes to go you know show up if you want i have alerts in there <clears throat> i can alert you for anything i don't know i don't, I don't see any reason to alert I don't, I don't send out alerts for for no reason <clears throat> and Matt Meir says coaching sessions worth the premium sub in its itself. I would think so. I some of the conversations that I have with some 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 of you people are really smart. Some of the people I learn stuff from. Right? Matt's Matt's Matt has been on, on, on most of the calls. They're 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 very they're very smart subscribers there. They're very that have good questions that I enjoy. I enjoy discussing. Seeing people's processes, seeing people, you know, and of course, my natural inclination is to try to nit, nitpick, and I do I do that on purpose because I do that to myself. That sounds logical, but have you thought of here's 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 a here's a path of failure. There's a path of failure. There's a path of failure. Is it as much of a path of I don't know? That's why I'm that's why I'm asking. There there are smart people that. And you could, if you don't want to, if you don't want to ask questions, you don't want to be on audio, video, or whatever, you don't have to. Just show up and listen and watch. We don't record those calls, by the way. So once, what's the gone, the gone? If you're not there, you ain't there. The only reason I do that is so people feel comfortable sharing anything about their, their own play that they want without having the fear of, oh, it's going to be on the record or some YouTube video or something on a Roto Grinder site or, I'm transparent. I don't mind sharing. I share on this show all the time. But other people may not want to want to have a have a record out there or show how bad they're doing or good they're doing or what they're doing. So so we never we never record the calls. Everything's been whatever whatever's whatever whatever's in Zoom stays in Zoom, right? It's like Vegas. So you could join that. I will be having another group coaching call. Uh, 8.30 tonight. But uh, we have the guys, as usual, here at Roto Grinders going over uh, the, the six-game NBA slate, Grinders Live. That's later today. Hit that thumbs up button. We'll let you know when we go live. Hit the subscribe button if you're new here. Right? Hit that thumbs up button on your way out the door. Right? So I'm pretty much done. I think my, my voice, I don't know, maybe it could last another five minutes, but I don't know. I need to save the voice for the group coaching calls, right? I don't know. Maybe I'll be better better tomorrow. Maybe maybe I'll get 
I think this is better than yesterday. I think Eli would say that. I've, I've, I've spoken for what, like 20, 28 minutes? Without my voice completely going away? So I, I consider that a, I consider that a plus, right? Yesterday, I think within three minutes, with talking to James back and forth, my voice was just, so I think that's a, that's a good sign, right? I think that's a good sign. It's either a good sign or a really bad sign or something. It's one of those signs. Mo laughs. Do you look at the players' past games to see how many times they have hit value? No. Or do you just trust the projections? The projections, yes. There's nothing else you need to look at. How many times they hit value? What, is it? what do I care? What do I care about past games? I only care about current games. Well, one of the games, maybe he played 28 minutes. One of the games, he played 36 minutes. One of the games, someone was in foul trouble. One of the games was a blowout. All the, the, the context, if you're looking at past games, all of that data is already being accounted for in the current day's projection. <coughs> right. See, Daniel even asked, answered that. Any decent projection system will already be factoring past data and just in probabilities. Yes. See, it seems most of most of my fight seems like most of my fight in DFS is is to, to get people to actually utilize the tools, right? That is that is the that is the from you trust me. There's tons of sharp there's tons of sharp players that are are thanking are thanking their their bottom dollars that not enough players actually utilize the tools that are available to them, right? Right, you said people ask me, right? For especially like in an NBA, a less correlative sport. I go, oh, I, you know, I've I've won GPPs in NBA, I won 100K in NBA, won 50K twice, won several other five-figure scores, cash NBA cash I'm profitable. They go, well, well, how? Can you teach me how? I said, well, just look at the projections and build your life. Because that's it. Yes, it's just. Trust the tools that are there for you. Right? Just that's all you have to do. Right? Do you know when you're gonna win? No, of course not. Of course, GPPs are built more on projection versus ownership. So there's a secondary factor there. You're building somewhat leveraged lineups for the contest that you're playing. Like cash games, like dude, like this last season or whatever, I play, I, I literally pressed the uh, press the optimize button. On FanDuel and played low stakes and whatever, I made $20,000 in cash and 50 50s. Basically, just what's the top projected line? And there you go. You could do it too. You just have to trust the number. Right. The first thing that I always say, first thing that I always say when talking to someone about you know, using tools and numbers, don't worry about basketball is do you trust the projections? Because the answer is no. Then I understand why you're using voodoo methodologies. I can understand that. Right, it's like, you know, it's like going to the doctor. You know, do, you, do you trust science? No. Well, now I see why you're, you're waving a stick above your head trying to cure, cure your cold. Yeah, because you don't trust science. So that, now I get it. Now I get why on the third Tuesday with his white shoes, it's a revenge narrative. I gotta play. I gotta play uh, Patrick Beverly. I mean, like, like stupid stuff, stuff that doesn't matter, because you don't trust the projections. 
Okay. But if you do trust the projections, then there's no need to do any, any of the voodoo stuff. You don't have to wave sticks over your head. You don't have to throw salt over your shoulder. You don't have to do any of that type of stuff. The apocalypse says, I think more people are using the tools these days. The problem is they don't spend enough time trying to understand them. Well, that too. I still think they don't, people don't use it. We have our NBA channel in Roto-Grinders Discord. There's still people that subscribe, subscribe, that pay for this stuff and don't use it. Right? That's why I think you get the questions. What do you think of this guy? I don't think of anything of that guy. The guy is... I just look at the I just look at the numbers. What do you think of Reggie Jackson? I think he's 8,200 and he has a 41.76 median. Right? He's gonna be 23.93% like that. What do I think? I think nothing. You can take away the names. Who cares? Well, do you think in this matchup that blah blah? Whatever you're asking is already factored into these numbers. Like that's still half that's still to me, that's still half the battle. Everything that you could think of is already is already re- reflected in these numbers. So once you once you once you're able to fully trust the numbers, then you could focus on playing DFS well, and then just build good lineups, a combination of projection and ownership. That's it <clears throat> for the contest that you're playing. And in the cash games, just play the top median lineup. Or the most owned lineup, right? There are a lot, you may find there's 20 lineups within one point of each other. That's perfectly fine. Play any of the 20. Fine. Build the top 20 and pick pick which one you want, right? You go on FanDuel, right? You're going to go, okay, let's see, based on my projections. And you go, I don't want to play Andrew Wiggins. So the next amount and play the next, next lineup. <clears throat> this lineup has a 330 median projection. Without Wiggins, Maybe the next lineup has a 329. So one point difference. If you don't want to play Andrew Wiggins, then don't play. There you go. That, that they, the, what, what, what do I care about anything else? You, you, are you going to play Scotty Barnes again, even if Van Vliet is, but I, I don't, it's already reflected in the numbers. Anything you'd ask me is already reflected in the numbers. Trust the numbers. That's why it's hard for me to give give advice, especially early in the day on what to do. So who knows? One guy's in, one guy's out. Ownership changes. I don't even I don't even open this up until an hour before. The only reason I have any clue what's going on is because I have to do this show. So I'm look, I have to have a first look. I'm, oh, okay, that's interesting. But after the show, I just close my browser and wait until 6 p.m. Eastern. 5.30 maybe, right? Because the injury or whatever. Other than that, there's no need to. The, nu- the numbers will still be there, right? How much research do you need to do? There's no research. We're doing it for you. Now, if you don't have projections, now I understand. Now you got to wave the stick above your head, the salt behind the shoulder, right? You have to do the voodoo, the rain dance. You got to do all that. You got to go look through the you know, basketball reference. Put the numbers together, like the lost numbers, right? 8, 16, 24. You gotta, you gotta do all that. You gotta chant. You gotta, what, what, whatever voodoo methodology. Yeah, okay, then I understand. 
you have a projection model, that's that's good. Why do you have to do any of that? You don't have to. It's already done. Oh, money making Mike. It's because all the pros say they use FC, which is a public tool. Yeah, well, this is a public tool also. Also, all, all the tools, you could load whatever projections you wanted to this. Like, dude, you if you don't agree with the projection, you want to make your own model, like the lineup HQ optimizers are just the tools. You need good numbers in the tools. So if you don't, if, if you don't like Roto-Grinders projections, but you want to use like lineup HQ, you could, you could upload your own stuff. You could upload your own ownership. You could aggregate stuff inside of, you could do whatever you want. Daniel Hutchins says, as a developer of poker tools, I can tell you the misuse of tools is definitely a thing, but laziness is probably much larger. No, I would agree with that. Laziness is probably much larger. Most people just won't put in the minimal effort. I don't understand it though. I don't. It's there that I mean, I, if you watch this show every day, it doesn't take that much effort. It's a, it, it's more of a mind. It, understanding the concepts, take the time to get out of your worldview. That I know basketball. Why do I need to look at these? What do the numbers mean? The math is gonna. The math is gonna beat you more 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 often than not. So many people, right? It's like oh. I can't play this guy because of a matchup or this guy's in a good matchup. Why doesn't he project better? He projects as well as he should project. You're the one, you're the one overvaluing that variable. You're the one, that's the problem. Money-making Mike says people get into DFS think they're gonna find a way to print money. Well, you're money-making Mike, you, you don't, do you need it? Do you need a way to print money? Your money making Mike. <clears throat> and once they find out it takes effort, it turns them away, just like most other things in life. It doesn't take that much effort. That's 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 really the secret. It doesn't take that much effort. I, the bigger the bigger effort is the worldview change. Okay, that's that's the big effort which doesn't take actual effort. It just takes a change in, in psychology. To me, that's the effort. Everything else is, I, I, I wonder why it doesn't take, I, I don't, I, I wonder why I could still make money doing this. My process is profitable and not complicated, right? And I talk to other people. We have like Peter Viles, uh -huh, bro, similar process to me. Forsaken, right? If you know Jesse, similar process. Uh, Neil Orfield, similar process. Like people that don't have, aren't, aren't building simulations, aren't, are just basically using the tools that are available. You know, basically just here, here are the numbers, build your lineups, type of, type of players. Like I do the same, they're profitable, I'm profitable. Right, you don't have to reinvent the wheel or anything. 
But the main worldview difference is that you're playing a game like that. You it has nothing to do with sports. Like you have to remove. Like, well, I can't play Kevin Looney because of that. No, I'm, what, what do I care? I don't even know who these people are. I mean, I do, but I mean, you have to. Everything involved with basketball is already in here. So once, once, when, now you're just playing a game of numbers. And you're just arranging numbers in a better way than your opponents. That's it. Daniel Hutchins says you could change the world, you could change your mind. <laughs> Deep thoughts. But that's what I try to do. But the, the key thing is, is that I don't mind explaining everything that I ever do and being 100% transparent because 95% uh, of people won't actually do it. It's amazing because 95% of people won't do it. They'll, they'll actually pay and then still not do it. It's amazing to me. And there's 5% of people that will. And those 5% of people are people that, that are probably I don't want in my contests. I'm probably not helping myself. Right? I'm, I'm, I, I create monsters. That's what I do. I'm a monster factory. Right? Daniel, Daniel's in the chat. He has no idea what's going on. Right? He programs his, his algorithms. He has his computer programs that do it, that learn how to play. So he doesn't even know how to play. And it turns out the lineups that he makes are the same types of lineups that I make. It turns out my strategies are actually correct based on his, his program. His program confirms the fact that my concepts make sense. He probably does it, way, he does it way more efficiently than I do. Okay, so hit that thumbs up button. I lasted 42 minutes. It lasted 42 minutes, even with my voice. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to rest my voice for the rest of the day. Then we got a coaching call later today for Roto-Grinder premium members to sign up to Roto-Grinders premium, rotogrinders.com slash premium. Join the Discord, rotogrinders.com slash Discord. Join the Blenders Game Theory channel. And a link will be posted in there for, for our Zoom call tonight at uh, 8.30 Eastern. I got Grinders Live later today going over the NBA slate uh, crunch time for premium members. I know Grant has a new show now, the Live Locks. It's a prop betting show. I think that's at 2 o'clock Eastern. Check that out on our YouTube channel. And uh, and I will see you hopefully, hopefully with a better voice tomorrow. Answering your DFS strategy questions, as always, on the DFS pregame show on Roto Grind. Stop, stop.